This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Welcome back to the DTC pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jay. And today we're going to be going through some of our previous episodes, and I'm going to be providing some of my favorite learnings that I've heard from some of the awesome guests that we've had. These are from episodes 65 to 88, Um, not every single episode in between, but just my top five tips that I really liked um, from some of the guests that we had brought on. We brought on a lot of awesome guests and uh, definitely couldn't fit everything in here, but definitely check out some of these episodes. Um, There's a lot of value and stuff to gain from there. So let me go ahead and dive in over here. The first tip that I'm going to go through comes from episode 65. And we did this one with Connor Sherline, who's the co-founder of Co-op Commerce. And Co-op Commerce is an awesome platform. You should definitely check that out. Great for cross-selling for your brand. Connor actually talked to us about brand partnerships. And because that's kind of what Co-op does is it kind of helps you with brand partnerships. And something that I thought was really interesting was how to find the right brand partners and how that kind of relates to your values. And so one thing that Connor talked about is, you know, he gave a couple of examples, you know, if you're a sustainable brand partner with sustain other sustainable brands, if you're a clean beauty brand partner with other brands that actually speak to your mission. And I thought this was really insightful over here. You know, it can be tough sometimes to figure out who to partner with. And you've got to realize that you're probably looking for some complementary products in that space, or maybe even other brands that kind of fit into the same ecosystem that you're in. You know, most brands are not going to own the total addressable market. And that's something to think about as well. But, you know, if you're a brand that's looking to partner with other brands, look in that ecosystem, look at what some of your values are and see if you can find other brands that line up with those values as well. Going to episode 74 for the next tip over here. And this one comes from Amanda Getz, who is awesome. She's great on Twitter. I follow her. You definitely should as well, who is the the founder of House of Wise. Definitely check that out. You know, it's a great brand. She's building something really cool over there. And her tip actually is about influencer marketing um, and her influencer strategy, actually. And this is what she said about her influencer strategy. I like thinking about my influencer strategy with micro-influencers mostly and then plugging in a few strategic macros that we can create a long-term partnership with. And so this is kind of how, you know, when you're doing some sort of influencer strategy, you know, there's been a lot of great resources and a lot of people saying, you know, micros are really great. They help you target really engaged audiences, people that are more likely to convert Um, But macros are also important as well. And kind of giving a a good combination to both can really give a lot of validity around your product. And we're actually going to be dropping a podcast episode pretty soon. um, The next one after this with Jason Wong from Wong House. And you should definitely tune into that one. And he's going to be talking about some influencer strategy too and how kind of consumers perceive influencer posts and what's that maybe, not a magic number, but What's that kind of thing that you can kind of create to to make people think like this isn't just a sponsored post, but it's actually something I should consider purchasing. Next tip, I'm going to episode 78 over here. 
And this one comes from Lucas Tomes. And Lucas is from Squarespace. Great guy to talk to. We talked a lot about brand storytelling and a little bit about design and how that plays into everything. Um, And one thing that I thought was really interesting, and, you know, Squarespace does websites and things like that. And Lucas mentioned that, you know, as it becomes easier and easier to create products or offer classes or sell content, the relationship that you build with your customer is going to be the biggest key. And so when you're thinking about that, think about your relationship building skills and your ability to build a relationship and, and having a strong relationship with your customer as potentially something that could be a moat for your brand. You know, when you're looking for that moat, that advantage for your brand, what you have over competitors, building a strong relationship can become really, really important. And it's going to become even more important. You know, there's been more and more tools out there, you know, tools to let you build landing pages, make it easier to get in touch with your customers. We've seen that with SMS and and all that fun stuff over there. And so as more of those tools kind of come out, you know, relationships are just going to be more and more important. Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more, all about DTC. Go to trend.io slash podcast. That's T-R-E-N-D dot I-O slash podcast and look for the Slack community link to claim your invite. We hope to see you on there. We're going to episode 80 for our fourth tip over here. And this one comes from Jazz Fenton, who's one of the co-founders of Yellow Beauty. Um, And Yellow Beauty is a really interesting brand because they don't have a ton of products. They don't have a really large set of SKUs or or anything like that. They really focus in on a few uh, hero products. And so if you are a brand that's listening that does just have a, a few products right now, Uh, Maybe you're looking to expand or maybe you're just really looking to curate a a couple of key products. This was a great tip um, and, and, you know, it kind of keeps in line with with what Yellow Beauty does and and they keep things simple over here. And so the advice that Jazz gave was the main thing that they do is is listening to their customers who really drive their product roadmap over there. Um, You know, people that love your products and if you ask them what they want, they'll generally tell you what they want to see next. And so this can be a really good way to figure out how do I build my next product or what does that look like? What are my customers interested in? What is the next point that kind of makes sense over here? Um, And I thought that was a great tip because it really lined up with exactly what Yellow Beauty does, which is, you know, they have just a few SKUs um, and their product feedback loop is is really simple, but effective as well. Um, So that was a great tip over there. Last tip comes from episode 88, um, and this one comes from the CMO of Industry West, Ian Leslie, who had a great tip about people. Um, So, you know, a lot of the tips that I've I've given out over here from some of our guests have been more so about, you know, building your brand, building more products, partnering with other people. This is actually about your people. Um, And I thought this was a really great tip. And Ian said, you know, if you have good people and the position is not working, recognize if they bring value to the company, then figure out how to make it work in another position. And this connects back to a lot of advice that we've received from other founders as well, which is, you know, if you find really strong people, you want to work with those people, you want to have them in your team in some capacity, figure out what those strengths are for those people and figure out how to leverage them and and get the most out of that relationship. So it's just not only just a win for your brand, it's a win for the other person. 
and it can be something that really brings big results to your brand. So those are some of my favorite tips that I learned and picked up in some of the most recent episodes that we've had. There were a lot of great tips in all of those episodes, so I'm sure we might you know, run it back and go through some of those episodes as well. And we have a whole set of new episodes. I mean, we only went up to episode 88 over here on some of the tips over here. So we'll definitely be be running this back and providing some more insight from our great guests that we've had over here. I'd love to hear if you're a listener of the podcast, feel free to, to send us your own tip. What's been impactful for you from listening to the DTC pod Uh, We have an awesome podcast page with an awesome community as well. You know, if you head over to trend.io slash podcast, T-R-E-N-D dot I-O slash podcast, um, and you scroll down a little bit, you'll be able to find our community that we're building on Slack and be able to request an invite over there. Share with us your favorite tip from the DTC pod. We'd love to hear it. Super excited to have more guests on here. We've got some really big names. I already dropped one that's coming up next, which is Jason Wong from Wong House coming soon. But excited to keep continuing to talking to some of the best minds in in direct-to-consumer and e-commerce. And we'll see you next time on the DTC pod. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop us a quick rating and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you next time.